This is episode 23 of the Passion-Minded Mom Podcast. You are listening to the Passion-Minded Mom Podcast for business-driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Ruder, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Hello, mamas. This topic is something I get really excited about for two reasons. Many of you know I love fitness, and I advocate for wellness, and I really like to prioritize self-care. Well, this area is also where I have had some of the most growth as an entrepreneur myself, and I've really experienced significant breakthroughs of my own, and that is the area of working smarter. So I get really excited talking about it. We can talk about building the business, making money, offering value, all of those things, but if the person at the center of the business is spinning their wheels and exhausted from the hustle, none of that is going to matter. And it certainly isn't going to sustain the long term. Going into business for yourself is one of the best forms of personal development. It's one of the things I love about working for myself. It forces us to grow. But along with that growth also can come some chaos. We do all of the things. Most of us haven't had someone holding their hand from the beginning. I know I didn't have a coach when I began my journey. And we try doing everything. It's all manual. We only have ourselves. And it gets a little bit busy. I have literally had days where I am running back and forth in between taking care of my kids, especially during quarantine, and taking phone calls, getting on Zoom, back to the computer, and trying to feed myself. It's not a good look. This has been one of the biggest areas of growth for me because I was also always someone who thought busy was best, that I was needed. And what I've found is that taking steps to work smarter in my business allowed me to make more time for the things that are actually most important to me. Isn't that why we're doing this anyway? Money brings opportunity to do more of the things we love. So let's figure out how to do it in the smartest way. I know most of you at some point of running your business have felt this challenge around balance, especially in the beginning. There's a certain amount of hustle that is required to get started. And the lines between hustle and taking personal time often get blurred. I know what that feels like. I was stressed out all the time. I was distracted about work when I was with my kids. I was having to turn down opportunities to do things I enjoy in my personal life because I had so much work and I never quite felt caught up. It really wore on me. So how do we avoid this? These are the things I have done 
that have helped me learn the valuable lesson of working smarter. Now, this isn't just for someone who is just starting out. I revisit these steps anytime I'm going through any kind of business growth or expansion because it's like staying fit. Like any kind of new discipline, you may get better at it and make progress, but you're never done doing the work. You still have to work at it. This will also be helpful to you even if you haven't started your business yet because you will be one step ahead of where the rest of us are and may be better at knowing what to expect. So if you want to build your business, but you're not willing to sacrifice what's most important to you and you feel like that's a struggle right now, this episode is for you. The first thing we're going to talk about is organizing your time. On a scale of 1 to 10, how organized do you feel like your workday is right now? Organizing your time gives you back the control. When we let our clients and their urgent requests dictate how we spend every minute of our day, our tasks become disorganized and we end up being less productive. If you ever wonder where the time went when you were helping a client or you feel spread thin and unable to serve the clients that you do have, you may be dealing with this type of disorganization. So I'm going to give you a practical exercise to help. The first time I went through this exercise, I saw an immediate positive impact that lowered my stress level and helped me be more productive. This was back in the early stage of my business. I was running Facebook ads as an agency. And for me at that time, the structure of my communication with clients was pretty disorganized. I didn't have great boundaries and I wasn't keeping track of exactly how much time I was spending doing the work for each client. There were set calls, but there was also a lot of this back and forth and emailing in between. This led to lots of switching tasks and a sense of urgency with every request, which ultimately made me unproductive and unable to keep track of the time that I spent on different accounts. I was starting from scratch because I didn't have any solid calendar or planning system in place at the time. And so the first step I took was just to get out a notepad and every single day write down each increment of time, what I was doing and which client I was serving. It took time getting used to doing this, but I kept the notepad with me and I just jotted down those quick notes. Once I made it a habit, and studied it, it gave me so much clarity and insight. There was one example where I had an agreement with a client to do six hours of work on her paid ads per month. And after logging all of the time spent on her account and all the calls we had and the emails back and forth, I looked back and realized I'd spent 13, over double the time we had agreed to. I hadn't even realized it. She hadn't either because she wasn't keeping track. That exercise alone helped me restructure better client agreements up front that were more clear for both me and the client and helped me stop spinning my wheels so I knew how to better plan for my client's work. 
This helped me open up tons of time for more clients as well as personal time for myself. It also helped me realize how much I was undercharging based on the value I was delivering during the time I was spending. So I made those adjustments and was also able to increase my bottom line. So if you are pulled in different directions all the time, answering every client request, reading every email, but still aren't making the money that you would like to, start mapping your time and exactly where you are spending it. Then at the end of the week or the month, count that up. I only needed to do this for about a month or two before I was able to take much better control and organize my time more efficiently, which led to more time for the things that are most important. Okay, the next step is to streamline your systems. This is highly relevant if you're spending excessive amounts of time doing manual things in your business or working on the business, doing the things that aren't offering tangible results. This may look like taking time to write out a new agreement every time you get a new client, or adding up all of your expenses, or adding up the revenue that's coming in. When we first start out in business, a lot of these activities like contracts and agreements, or your sales process, accounting and bookkeeping, and even content creation, are part of that early hustle. The key here is to be willing to do the initial manual work just so you can understand how that process will flow in your business, but then recognize when it's time to streamline that process. That may mean hiring a VA or utilizing a tech resource, getting some training or purchasing software. One of the best things I did to streamline was when I decided to learn a bookkeeping platform. I had been managing a lot of advertising dollars and accounts. There was lots of money coming in and going out and an Excel spreadsheet just wasn't cutting it. And when tax time came, it was bad. I mean, papers, receipts, bank statements, and spreadsheets all over the office floor, and it took me two days of pulling together numbers. It was horrific. I hired a resource who guided me through a new bookkeeping platform that was super easy, and that training, combined with watching some videos and going through FAQs, I got up and running on it. I synced it with my business checking, savings, and credit card account, and now I get my updated numbers within seconds after I log in. I reconcile it myself each month, sometimes weekly, and it doesn't take a lot of time. I'm now going to be doing my own payroll and I'll be all buttoned up at tax time. It has been a lifesaver. There are tons of things we can and should do manually in the very beginning. But the most successful entrepreneurs recognize when it is time to invest and shift so that the tools and the software can hustle for you. For my bookkeeping platform, I'm using Xero and I love it. And for my calendar, I just use Google Calendar. For a list of other favorite business tools I've used, check out the show notes for the episode. I'll drop them in there. Okay, next step, plan the personal time. 
Once you have organized your time better, you have better control, and you know where you now have space in your calendar, put in the time for self-care, for being a mom, for your friends, reading, whatever is most important to you outside of your business, put that in. Block the time out that you want to do those other things that are important to you. Even if you just put a placeholder in that says personal time, then you know that time is for whatever you need to prioritize for yourself. What are those things that you all want to make time for? For me, it's sleep, quiet time in the morning, personal time to work out during the day or make healthy meals, and time to wind down, time with my kids, time with my friends or family, playing or listening to music. Make a list. Maybe for you, it's meal planning, getting outside, exploring. Know what you have to work with and then actually plan that into your calendar. Okay, here's the last step. It's brief, but it's simple. That is commit to your calendar. Once you set the intention of how you will spend that personal time, honor that commitment to yourself. It sounds simple, but so many of us have a hard time doing this. So if you find you're not honoring your calendar and committing to yourself to take that time, let's take some time to figure out why. I have a free Facebook group, and every Saturday in the group, we talk about self-care. I love hearing from my members how they take care of themselves and when things get in the way. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, what are you waiting for? I would love to have you in there. I will drop the link in the show notes. And if you are getting stuck with this streamlining your business stuff and you want more guidance, let's figure it out together one-on-one. You can book a free session with me and we'll take a look at what's getting in the way. I hope this has been helpful. If it has, please drop a review and have a wonderful week. I will see you all next week.